Tune into the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 17 banners about to make it 18. Threes up, C's up, rep if you bleed green. Two J's on them. You know the game ain't the same. Play dumb, I'ma get smart on them. Man to man, two, three, a three, two zone. It really don't matter when we send that ass home. Shot don't freeze. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs. Relax, kick back, tune in to see breeze. Game on the line, last shot don't freeze. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs. Relax, kick back, tune in to see breeze. It's been a long time coming. But I know a change going to come. What's going on, Keith? What's going on? What's going on, Wade? What's going on? What's going on? Why, the, the funny thing is I have no idea why we're smiling, right? We just got right? obliterated like last night, game five. Celtics are out of the tournament. Yep. There's no more Celtics for this, you know, for this final championship run. And we are up here smiling. Like, I, I you know, we're... We're definitely you know why we're smiling. You know why we're smiling. I know why we're smiling. Like they don't know why we're smiling. But ladies right. and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Sea Breeze, the podcast where you get all your Celtics official stuff from your boy Breezy and the Queen right there. All right, now check this out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sea Breeze P. You can also follow us on Instagram uh, at Sea Breeze Podcast. You can also email us to Sea Breeze Podcast at gmail.com. It's the off season, so you guys might want to get in touch with us. This is where you go ahead and send that email right there, or you can just hit us up on one of our social medias. We are tuned. We are streaming live from twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. That's me. I'm your boy. And you can also go and follow the recap of the show. We will premiere this sometime this evening or in the morning where you can catch the show on YouTube. So make sure you go to youtube.com slash Wayne Breezy. And last but not least, you can find us on any one of your spot of uh, your podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, such as Google Podcasts, such as Stitcher, such as Breaker, and my absolute favorite Apple Podcast. And on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe and also select five stars for the rating and be our guest and leave a comment. She likes to talk, man. So I would I would leave a comment. She would respond. I love to talk. <laughs> I know you I do. <laughs> What's going on, everybody out there? I see Switch plays 49 is in the building. My man, XX, the great GOAT, he's in the building. What's going on, PGB? Look, I don't know, but when basketball is always great when the Celtics are just doing things that make sense. And we might not think this makes sense at the moment, but I, we're going to talk about that. I can't wait to get your spiel on it. haven't talked to you all day. We started right? off on a morning talk. I felt, felt like we were going back and forth in the morning, and then all of a sudden, you just disappeared for a long time, so I can't wait to see what your reactions are. <laughs> I had a project at work. It took up, like, I was right when everything busted open. They were like, Keisha, I need you to do this. I'm like, do you know what's happening right now? <laughs> I'm going to have to tell your job when it's basketball season or football season, they got to they got to ease up. They got to ease up a little bit. Just to like, I'm talking. Yeah, and for baseball season, I mean, you it, there's so many games. Yeah, you know, you know, you could miss a game right now. Did the Mets win? I hope the Mets win. They were winning before I came on this podcast. I don't know. Maybe you could check for me while anyway. I go ahead. Welcome everybody to this podcast. We truly appreciate. It. Look, I got a nice little welcome out there for everybody. And you can also go ahead and if you want, you can click on that and you can go to all of our socials. And last they're still night, winning. It's, wait a minute, they're still winning. The game not over. It was in the ninth inning. Bobby. Yep, seven six. Oh no, it's over. Seven six. They beat them. Diamond. They beat the Diamondbacks. Yes, I'm. Jeez, man. Let's go Mets. All right. Wrong podcast, but hey, it is what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are able to accept donations and tips, so I have a nice little cool thing. Don't be afraid to put the tip in. Thanks. That's your boy Breezy. The link is right there inside the chat, so please do so. Keish, the Celtics lost. Are you sad that the Celtics lost? And be honest. No, I'm not sad. <laughs> Honestly, you know how it's just like this painful death that you're just waiting. It's just like, we just need to just let this go. Like, I know people were like, we can still take them. Nope, nope, nope. We need rest. It's all right. Let it go. 
We did what we had to do. We got one in so we didn't get embarrassed like the Miamis. Oops, sorry. We didn't get embarrassed like the Heats. Oops. But, you know, we got one in. That's what she's saying. We didn't get swept. We didn't get swept. (laughs) We we didn't get swept, thank God. But, um, you know, I'm just glad it's over. Like, I had such a sigh of relief at the, like, zero, zero. I'm like, thank God. Like, it's over. We can move on now and start doing something else for the next <laughs> couple of months until October. I'm laughing at you. I'm excuse me. I'm laughing with you because yeah. I promise you, I was thinking the same thing. You can ask my wife. Hit her up. I will be like, I I said I can't wait till Tuesday night is over. I I, I hope we lose. So right. I, so I can rest. <laughs> because I felt like the Celtics were hanging on by just this little bit of thread. Yep, yep. It just wasn't going to be enough. It's like that one last thin piece of thread and yes. go. But yep. even in this loss, Keish, when they lost to the Brooklyn Nets, even in the mm-hmm. loss, I found some bright spot moments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talk about I'm, it. 109 to 123. Yep. You know, my theory was let James Harden do what he does. Kevin Durant didn't have the greatest night. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. I mean, he finished with 24, but he didn't look as great as yep. he was in the first in the, uh, the other four games. You can mm-hmm. see Joe Harris only had 10 off the bench. Blake Griffin had six, but James Harden cooked up. And then again, they didn't do what I told him to do. I told really? you you got to stop Kyrie. Yep. <laughs> he still got his 25. <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny because it's like, that's the one player you kind of want to take out. Let James Harden cook for 40, but take away Kyrie's 20, yep. 20 plus. It's a different ball game for the Celtics. Right. Um, unfortunately, they were undermanned. No Kemba Walker, no Jalen Brown, obviously, and no no Rob Williams. Williams. And yep. big, you know, those are those are three big pieces that the Celtics were missing. Um, and I love the word when you use the phrase timeline, because you talk about mm-hmm. it, and I, I get it, man. I love the age thing that's going on. And, yep. you know, these guys are fitting that timeline, but the health is definitely going to be an issue. We'll get into that. Shout out to my man, God Beats. Hey, yo. Ding, 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 ding. What's going on? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just so like, oh, it's over with. It's over I'm sure with. Nick fans feel the same way, right? Right, God Beats? You just yep. want it to be over. Atlanta's waxing that tail, right? <laughs> This is not a shot at the New York Knicks fans, by the way. I'm just saying, right. it is a shot. I don't like the Knicks. I ain't got to sit up here and be blunt. Try. I'm going to keep it up. <laughs> Celtics, don't, we don't rock with it. No, I'm just It's us. We just can't. We just but can't. I am, I'm glad. I'm glad for the Knicks fans, though. We got to, to finally be relevant after all these years. Like, they have something not to hang their hat on. You know what I mean? Hang their hat about, like. They came out. Take <laughs> me out my misery. <laughs> he has the same feeling we have. You're uh, tired. Uh, yeah. Like the Celtics, we, we knew we weren't going to be able to contest, even though we still believe, right? We didn't lose yeah. our faith. It's just that, uh, you know, faith without works is dead. And they just didn't have enough works. And it as just... much as Jason Tatum is for the mm-hmm. Boston Celtics, he can't beat five people. <laughs> no. And even still, the boys still dropped 32. Like he's... the quietest 32 points, Keisha. It was, oh. the, it was the it was the lax, that was the most boring playoff game I've ever seen ever in my seen, right? <laughs> you just wanted it's like, oh my god, can they bring out the rest of the bench? It's over. Just let us just let us go. Let's let it just go ahead. Like matter of fact, can we just stop it now and just say good job, Nets, and keep it moving? So I agree. Um, I agree one hundred percent. It was boring. Yeah. It was just like uh was like, this game ain't over yet. I think I was uh while I'm watching the game, I was doing something else, like uh vacuuming, doing so- yep. something <laughs> It was like the longest, like the last couple of minutes, it was like the longest five minutes ever. Like normally you're like, oh, this is gonna be exciting. Now I'm like, please just Stop shooting. Just somebody do something. <laughs> but I, like you said, like I, if we were fully healthy, it would be a different conversation, right? Because I feel like we definitely would have made this a series. I Absolutely. honestly think like we honestly could have done some damage, possibly even came out of it. But it just wasn't in our cards. And I'm okay with that. Like, I think even the team in itself probably had a good sigh of relief because this season was just horrible. Like it just was dragging. It just, we didn't have what we normally have and everything, the health, everything. I think that all of us are at a place of peace and we all were screaming one, two, three, Cancun when this was over. So, you know, 
a lot of other fans of other teams like, oh, the Celtics are out. And all of us are like, thank God. That's, right. that's Amen. good. <laughs> Close the Bible. Sermon over. See you next Sunday. Like, legit. Like, <laughs> like you have no idea, like, right. the relief I feel. And then we get hit with the news today, which we'll get oh. into in about a few minutes. But let's yes. go ahead and finish recapping the game. All right. So, again, the Celtics lost 109 to 123. The Celtics are out of the playoffs. If you have not noticed by now, because you've been overwhelmed by all the good news that's been going on today, right? Mm-hmm. And here's how the Celtics fared up. Like, like the Queen says, Tatum played 41 minutes. He still finished with 32. Was almost at a double-double. Nine rebounds, five assists. Shout out to Evan Fournier, who got you 18 points at, as a starter. Tristan Thompson, nine and nine. Again, almost a double-double. Marcus Smart, 14 points. I will say this, though. Yep. If Marcus Smart hit all, like, at least half of the three points. Yes. It's been a different game. It's been a different game. different conversation, and we'll be still saying, dang, Gavin, another one. (laughs) Another game. We'll be like, Friday. (laughs) Can we talk about Jabari Parker giving us 13 off the bench? Come on now, Jabari. Jabari. Let's talk about Jabari. But before we get to Jabari, we got a couple of names beforehand. Romeo Langford, 17 points. He was getting to the rim and finishing. I, I, he has to be the tallest six four guy I've ever seen. In my <laughs> right? Life. We'll talk about that too. And then yeah. we get to Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard only had one three point uh, shot, but he was definitely out there trying to facilitate. He's just a little different. I don't know if he slowed down after that injury or what. But Peyton yeah. Pritchard was not the same Peyton Pritchard we were seeing during the regular season before the injury. Jabari Parker came in and said, "Man, look, I could shoot." And I can yeah. get to the so I can't play no defense, but I'm gonna get you some points. Three rebounds. He only played 14 minutes, 13 points. Man, I can't wait to see him next season. He will be back because he won't cost the Celtics any money, and he signed a two-year deal too. By the way, yes, uh, Aaron Neesmith didn't finish with any points. Grant Williams had three points. I think he had a three-point three-pointer at some point in the game. That's how the Celtics fared up. They they just didn't have enough firepower no. to compete. You know, once. Do we do we do we need to talk about the refs again or should we just let it go? You okay. I'm you know it's bad when even the commentators are like, what kind of calls are these? Like even people who aren't Celtics fans that was watching that game was like, what kind of calls are these? I the officiating was horrendous as always. Um it doesn't you know before <laughs> we start, like it doesn't make any kind of sense. Like it's just we can talk about it until we're blue in the face, but they have to change something because there's no way in the world, like, you can make it so obvious that you wanted a team to win. The Nets didn't need that kind of help. Seriously, they just did it. You already got, like, three Hall of Famers basically shooting the lights out. We already know this game was over. Just call the game fair. And I wasn't expecting anything different, but these refs are just trash. <laughs> That's all I can say. The overturn calls... Mm-hmm. That the Celtics don't get. It's so like crazy. You, how do you call it one way? You go back and look at it and says, you know, it's 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 a foul foul. It, you call what it you an doing? offensive foul. I'm talking about the one on Fournier where he was supposed to foul out. They overturned it and mm-hmm. said it wasn't a foul, but it was a jump ball. They didn't even call it an offensive foul. So <laughs> now we're jumping for the ball, and then they hit like three three pointers in a row. It's I mean, like. At some point, the Celtics just said, F it. Like, I'm good. Like I'm good. I'm just going for it. I don't even care at this point. Yeah. This is my time to shine. I don't care. If someone's going to see me to see what I can do. <laughs> like, like at that point, they were just like, you know what, man? Let's just finish out this game and let's just go home, yo. Because yeah. what can we do? We're right. giving it all, which they yeah. were. I wasn't even mad at Marcus Smart for taking 55 three-point shots. Me either. Because at the end of the day, he was the number two scoring option. So people get upset, but who else was going to shoot? Like, who else literally, who else was going to shoot? Like, Evan Fournier, sure. But at that time, Marcus was our next person up. So we have to be able to trust that when Marcus is going to make shots like those, that most of the time we'll get lucky and they'll go in. But a lot of times they won't. And he's going to keep shooting. Like, Marcus is not one to keep, like, stop. If he can't get it, he's going to keep shooting, 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 shooting. It drives people crazy, but then he comes up with big buckets sometimes that we really need. Like, hey, you just got to roll with it. <laughs> just enjoy the market smart experience. And it was just, if they went in, you like, woo. 
If yep. they don't go in, you like, all right. But he kept doing it. I I do disagree sometimes at the selection of the shots. Like sometimes I'd be like, come on, smart. You could do it a little bit differently. How about we rotate the ball these three or four times and then right. maybe ball back and you you set up to shoot the three. Yeah. But sometimes he's just ready to run, gun, shoot, and pull. He gets uh, right to that line. A couple of them logo shots. I'm like, Marcus, now. Yeah, do, do you? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, it's clear he can hit three. But why isn't it in his game? Is it, is it that he's too exhausted because he puts most of his energy on defense or... Or is it just, what is it? Like, what is I it? Think, honestly, I think it goes back to, like you said, it's shot selection. Like, when Marcus doesn't take a lot of shots, but he plays good defense, for some reason, his offense opens up. So you'll see Marcus maybe go a night where he'll only take 10 shots. And those are the nights where he'll be like six for 10 because he's not trying to pull up and shoot every single time. Um, but when it comes to playoffs games where now he, we don't have Kimba, so now he knows he's a second option. He's going to try to do what he can to get the team to win. So he's going to take those really bad kind of option shots while also trying to play good defense. And by then, like you said, he's exhausted. Your arms are already doing whatever. And now you're trying to get up there to get these three-pointers instead of just rolling it around. He just, he, you know, Marcus, he has a passion for Boston. He, no matter what, he's going to tough it out. So even if we don't um, get him, he's going to keep trying because he does want us to win. Yeah, I agree. My man Switch Plays 49 says, I saw one Celtics game because I watched one of the Seabreeze videos, and you guys are right. Y'all have physical um, and defense, although y'all didn't have that scoring at night. Yeah, like, we, we lack scoring. And yep. if our defense doesn't create offense, yep. then, I mean, that's the Celtics. That's the Brad Stevens way in a nutshell. But the defense was just... Yeah. All right. So again, that's now before we get into that, uh, let's go through some of their quotes at the end of the game. I thought they all said some really cool things. Evan Fournier says, um, it's obviously a A plus type of organization. They really showed it and they were really excited to get me and they showed me a lot of love. What are your thoughts on Evan Fournier? I'm feeling like Evan wants to stay because, you know, like he didn't get a chance to really show Boston what he can do. And I feel like because the Celtics is such a great organization, he would be willing to stay. Now, how much he's going to be asking for becomes a question. Um, but part of me feels like I would try to negotiate as much as we can to keep him because I think he is a good player. Like, there's he, his defense isn't great. <laughs> like, his defense isn't great. But then again, like, if we could get him at least – moving his feet and getting comfortable with the, the the basic part of the defense so at least be disruptive and he can get his shooting up, then he would definitely be a good person off the bench or starting because I think he showed that he can also be a, a pretty decent person to get some shots off as a starter as well. That's a good point. I, I could see him starting because I could yep. see Mark, Mark going back to the bench. We talked about this. You talked about this. That was one of right. your points. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see that. And so that's definitely a great assessment. All right, let's go to our next one. Kimba Walker. I'm really planning on having a big summer. Get myself feeling good again. It's been a while since I've really had time off. So this is really an important time for me. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on Kimba? You already know what my thoughts are on Kimba. <laughs> but really, like, I know the money is not the best because of his production. Like we were talking about this morning. And I, I do get it. But the same way, I feel like him coming off rehab, not being able to do back-to-backs because they're trying to rehab the knee and give him time, it stinks because he couldn't do what they wanted, which is really be useful during the postseason. But he was, I mean, like we were saying, he was doing other things defensively that we needed, um, even though his shot wasn't falling. So that part, I'm glad. Um, but I want them to keep him. I think he deserves another year to be able to show Look, this is a healthy Kimba because we got really basically half healthy Kimba his first year. Again, half healthy Kimba again this year. Like if he's getting full rest now to give him a chance to really show what he's able to do. Now, I think that um, his role has to change in that. Yes, we know Kimba can drop 30 if he needs to. I think that's still in his game. But now because Jason and Jalen are starting to ascend, we don't necessarily need that part of Kimba. We need more facilitating and him being more of a point guard, meaning get that ball out into the hands of the people who can shoot, do more driving like he used to. Like 
Like, don't settle. Like, start doing more of your drive. Stop that little that little 15-foot jumper thing because I don't know if that's really all of him. He's always been like a go-to-the-basket drive type person. Now, even with your knee, if you're saying you're going to get better, let's see more of that because then you can um, – oh, my goodness. Everybody wants to remove him from this team. Um, but I think if we give him the chance to be fully healthy and see what happens, then after that, since he's going to his year four, if it's not good, then, yes, you should trade him if that was an option. But I would not get rid of him right now. All right. And that's fair. I, I, look, really great points. Crystal says, first line of business for Brad Stevens is to remove Kemba from this team. He's not worth all of the money. Like, let me just ask her this question. And I, yep. I, I want to see what her response is to this because I know she's watching live. Um, oh, my God. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Right. Would you be consider trading an Anthony Davis to free up money to bring in other players that can be healthy so that your team can right. be available and, and, and you know you know out there I, I want to know how she feels about that so I'll wait mm-hmm. for her to respond mm-hmm. uh, but that's how I kind of feel about Kimba mm-hmm. it's like yeah he, he can do these things yes we've seen him do this we've seen him do that but lately it's a what have you done for me lately? I think every league is like that. And so, yeah, you're 100% correct. When they when they made the agreement, Kimbo was supposed to do this and A, B, C, mm-hmm. and D. And now, guess yep. what? He's not living up to his part of the agreement. Mm-hmm. So you got to, when it, when it's a deal going on, you got to look at both ends. And so yeah. there has to be some type of reassessment. Now, I don't think in basketball you could do like you could do in football. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not sure you can restructure contracts mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, man, you had a bad year. Let's go ahead and talk, and we'll go ahead and pay you, you know, upfront this, and then you, you know, I don't think it's the same way in right. NBA talks. And so, with that, Kimba is due about thirty six million dollars yep. this upcoming season. And so you're saying, "Gosh, darn!" Like you know, he's getting max money, but mm-hmm. he's not a max player anymore. And it could be he's just not a max player. For the Celtics. Now, I didn't say that to you earlier, yeah. but I'm saying that to you now. And this might be a reason to move a guy like Kimba. Somebody might say, hey, he's going to rehab. He's going to do this. He's going to get healthy. He's taking time off. He can still be a max player. How can mm-hmm. he be a max player on a team when you got these two young superstars that want the ball? That right. need Kimba's not a facilitator. He's not a Derrick Rose. He, he's not what Derrick Rose is now. He can be. If he chooses to be, and that's right. why right with Kimball, if he chooses to be that, that's another show, another conversation. Yeah. We, don't know, we don't know what's going to go down. Right. Um, I thought it was interesting that Brad had mentioned now, knowing what we know now, that mm-hmm. he had that sit down talk with Kimba in his room before the game. Right. Um, She's outside him. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you you gotta understand. She's a 49er fan, and so when people get injured, we ready. To, we're ready to move on. I see, G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, look, you're, I, I keep telling you this. I don't know if you missed past this text message, but availability yeah. is the best ability. Like, you know, oh, no, I, mean? I I saw that. Right, you could so be I, available. Cause just think, we talked about it on our shows. If Kimball was. Even if Kimba couldn't give you the output of the scoring, if he was just available, Kyrie probably doesn't go super sick and yeah. and, and things are a little bit different. The Celtics are contesting right. a little bit differently. And so he just wasn't, he wasn't able to be available. But the it's, funny thing is, in a way, because like you said, we're all tired. So maybe it just was the, if you go like it's God's plan kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's probably better because they would have end up having to drag it out, and then we still have. Yeah, it makes the Nets tired to get ready for the Bucks, but you know we're still in that same place. And then what if someone else got injured? Like JT got hurt yesterday. Like it's like, is it worth risking somebody else to get hurt with the way our luck has been to keep trying to push this? So um, maybe it was a God's plan type of thing, but I was okay with it. Like you already said, like we were tired, right? Hey, <laughs> go back like babies with pacifiers. You know, that's my line. Right. Um, no, was, so, oh, yeah, about Brad visiting Kimba. So I thought that was interesting now with the information that we know. Um, what was, but like you would want to know, like, what that conversation was. I would love to know if it was like, you know, right, right, right. I would have been like, but like, you're wondering, like, if Brad was 
encouraging him or preparing him. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see what this off season will look like. Because I think Brad um, is one of those people who, as you know, if he knows a player has a capability and ability, he's going to make sure that they're going to do the best and be the best at what they do. That's what he does. That's why he was able to get such great production from Isaiah Thomas, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Brad is going to keep riding with them and say, you know what, let's give him another year the same way he said, we're going to give Jabari some time. Let's give Jabari his first year and we'll get him settled in and really start utilizing him. So this is going to be interesting. That's why I'm kind of excited to see like what is um, he's going to do. I'm going to need Switch Plays to do a TikTok video of his ball handling skills. Really? And then we're going to post it up here live so everybody else can see it. Because yeah. he said he got skills. He, he wants to play for the Celtics. He said he could do it. He could run point. We're going to see. We need it. <laughs> yeah. We, we're definitely going to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, guys, we, we're, we'll let we'll do more on Kimball later on as the offseason approaches. Yeah. Uh, but Marcus Smart was the next guy that I have. He says, I'm proud of the way these guys fought tonight, which I was proud. Can't front. We just look lazy. Um, yeah. I'm proud of the attitude. We could have easily just said, let's go home. But we continued to come out here and fight. I'm telling you, Keish, they yeah. gave up the ghost when that when, on that Fournier foul out play. Right. They gave up the ghost that day. That's when they said they were done. Like yep, after, yep. Uh, they weren't rotating on defense and they were letting guys shoot oh, like deep shots no shots, contest yep. everything odds weren't in our favor you live with it it's part of it's part of it you move on you come back stronger right I just want to know your your feelings and thoughts on, on Marcus Mark I, I love Marcus I'm a little bit nervous now with again we're going with these changes about whether or not that was Marcus's last game um because you know I you know, with his contract in the next year, he's actually going into his free agency in 2022, whether or not the Celtics were, are they possibly thinking about moving him now that um, Danny's not there? And we know Danny was a big protector of Marcus and he believed in Marcus. I'm not saying Brad didn't, but it's whether or not, you know, Brad is looking at, okay, what we need to do to make this team better because it was obvious from Brad's presser yesterday that his primary focus is, getting us to improve and it wasn't just improve meaning what we were doing as far as the season went it's getting us to improve as a team meaning bringing in new folks on this roster so marcus's contract is one of those contracts where um it's one that they would look to move faster because of the amount and amount that he's being paid i'm hoping they don't but again it's one of those how far are the Celtics willing, what they're, what they're looking to do as far as making improvements? How much money are they willing to give up? How much money are they willing to spend? How many people they're willing to give up? Because I can tell you right now, a lot of people aren't going to be here. That's, that's an obvious. It's just about who is going to be the who. That you ain't never lied. Right. Uh, it, it's it's going to be different come soon because yep. we're about to get to this news. Couple more pressers we just wanna we wanna touch in on. Uh Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson says he'll do whatever he can to help Robert Williams continue to develop. I love him. He's got a lot of energy, a lot of grit. Then he turns around and says, in these past two weeks, the team came together and fought. That's the second time you heard the word yep. by the way. I think it I think. I think that is what Boston represents. People that are going to fight no matter what. And that's what we did in this series. We fought. And I think we earned some respect around the league. Your thoughts on Tristan? Yeah. I love Tristan. Like, he's one of those people, like, I know everybody was expecting him to, um, you know, I think he's still playoff Tristan. You know what I mean? It's just... Keep Marcus, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I, I think he he's playoff Tristan, but it's just some that that grit and who he is, and he talks a lot of good trash, and that's somebody you need on your team. So I know he signed here for two years. I'm hoping maybe that he can keep him and work with Robert. Um, you know what I mean? He's definitely saying, but see, now we get again with this Rob and the whole health thing. <laughs> like, no, no, no. But see, the thing is, you have him. So, so Tristan Thompson is the vet. You talked about veterans. He's a vet. Yes. You want on your team for a guy like a Rob right. Williams, still young. Rob Williams might be more upside than Tristan Thompson because Tristan Thompson is on the end of his yep. career. But Tristan Thompson still gives you that grit. And don't forget, Tristan mm-hmm. Thompson had COVID. 
And then yeah. that him up. And then when he came back, it took him a minute to come back. And so yeah. we, we just had a weird season. Yeah. A season without COVID, mm. training camp, practice. Practice. Like, can you just imagine what this I team can. would do? Okay. I can. So okay. that's why I know everybody's like, trade everybody. Um, but I'm not like one of those people when you have one down season that you throw it all out. I mean, again, we know we need stuff. Like, that's a given. We know we need some stuff. Um, but it's how we also need to be able to keep the vets that we have, which in my opinion, Kimba's like a vet as far as I'm concerned. That's why I talked to you earlier about you want that kind of leadership because that's who Kimba is. So you want to keep a Kimba, even though I know the money stinks, but he gives you that presence. Tristan gives you that presence. We're missing that when you only got two people like in their 30s that can talk to like a young Nesmith, a young Langford. I mean, Japari Parker's even 26. He's still young, right? So yeah, you do want to have that, right? There's got to be cheaper vets. There's got to be cheaper. There are. There it, are. It, so, all right. So here's the thing with Kimba, right? And I know, yes. no, I don't want to talk about Kimba. I feel like we talk about we, Kimba like we talk so, about Kimba. Yes, we do. <laughs> you, you, it's it's $36 million. You yeah. won't add too many more vets. What's going on, John V? Thanks so much for tuning hey, in. And so if you want to get certain vets in there, it'll be difficult. Kimba will be a veteran. Uh, Kimba can provide scoring. Kimba yep. can provide offensive flow. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see Kimba stay and but be healthy. Yes. I would love to see what a healthy Kimba would do with this. Yes. That's what and I would he love. Did, he did make it clear. Like He was like, next season, I'm doing back-to-back. So it was more of a decision, I think, from the organization not to let him do the back-to-backs because they were trying to rehab his knee. So even he knows that the back-to-backs was an issue. Kimba Garoppolo. <laughs> this is my, I, so I tweeted this earlier today. I was like, I, I know I tweeted it last night. I, I, yeah. I was like, I must have made Keisha mad because she came up guns blazing. She had the, the Game of Thrones uh, uh, going on. Because I said, no one. Um, let me let me make this clear. Yeah. No one loves Kimba Walker more than I do. First yeah. and foremost, we go back to UConn days. Yeah. Okay? All right, now I'm telling you, man, what he did for UConn in the garden to mm-hmm. win them that championship. Listen, Kimber yep. Walker, my guy, puts a team on his back. That was young Kimber. Now, Kimber goes to, to Charlotte. As much as he tried to put the team on his back, they just didn't build they a team around him, right? All of a sudden, he comes to Boston, and now the injuries started start to set in. You see where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's getting older, right? Yeah. He's starting to wither away a little bit. And so I think because of that, I'm starting mm-hmm. to say, okay, Wayne, use your brain. Guys are getting older. If there is a way to move forward, move on, I think you take that opportunity. If yeah. not, you chalk it up. Right. Yep. Healthy, let's go. Right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to yeah. get rid of him, but yep. it is what it is. Mariah, you should be good on the bots. I, I deleted all the bots. Somebody post 95 emojis. You will not get put in timeout. Matter of fact, John just posted four smiley faces. He's good to go. I'm telling you right now. Bots are dead. Bots are dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> they was getting on my nerves. Like, the moment I saw somebody post something, it was like they had maybe like, you know, no one, no one in their right mind in, ni- in 2021 uses one laughing emoji. <laughs> When you're cracking up, it's at least minimum four. Four. If it's less than four, I got questions. Okay, now if you curse now, Mariah, that's different. See, you, I didn't say say the bad words. You guys are crazy. I, I tell you, I love my family, man. They they're crazy. They are amazing. They really they're are. Crazy. I love it. I love the support. It's awesome. You know, they're crazy. That's what it is. She said a bad word. I, I didn't put the bad word filters in there, so it's it's just on. It's on who? <laughs> it's just on. Speaking of bad word filters, right? I was yeah. on Twitter and I try to refrain from using profanity as much as I can until there's a dumb comment. And so I, I said something with the F word, right? Twitter yeah. said, are you sure you want to send this? Because it has this <laughs> word in it. Yep. That's their new thing. When did that happen? Like a month ago. Because they were trying to make sure that 
people are cutting down on the abusive language when they're tweeting things now. So now they're double checking before you send it. So that's when you'll know if you get cut off. You're like, we warned you that that was abusive language. That's what's up. So that lets you know, guys, I don't use abusive language on Twitter <laughs> often because she said it's been rocking for one month. A and month, I'm a good month. Yep. On. Yep. But I, I kindly was, I was going to be like, man, pump that, hit send. And I was like, you know what? Let me, the Jesus in me says, nah, I can say it a little bit better. I can say it a little bit better. You know? Exactly. It's like, you might want to think about that before you I go. Just I just had to think about it. All right. So Tatum had a couple of things to say as well. Jason Tatum. My king. Still got a long way to go. I love this kid. I still got, I'm talking about deep voice. I still got a long way to go. And I think that's the best part. I still have a lot that I can improve on in all areas. And that's what I'm going to do. He also said it's not the way that we envisioned this season going, but it's a learning experience that myself and everybody else. I like how he said himself. That means he's starting to see. All right. Mm -hmm. Everybody else can take with them the rest of their careers. We can learn a lot from this. For those, before you speak, I'm going to let you talk about For those that say Jason Tatum is not a leader, I would say, out your mouth. Like, that's what I would do. If I ever meet you at a game, just prepare for a breezy slap because it's coming. (laughs) He's just letting you know right now. Right off the bat. Lead by example, be a role model, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then people will follow. That's what leaders Thoughts on Jason Tatum? All season long, what have we been hearing? Jason Tatum's not a leader. Jason Tatum can't carry the team. Jason Tatum can't do this. What did this boy do in the most important time, the postseason? He carried this team. He was a leader. He was a scoring leader. He was a leader on the floor. He was a leader. Come on now. He was a leader in the... Come on, talk about it. How many times? He dropped 90 weights. So 112 points in a postseason from the last three games. That's right, John. You build the team around Tatum. I love Jalen. I think both of them have their different ways of leading. But right now, Jason, because Jason literally was left alone, really, right? Young 23-year-old kid, knowing you are the only scoring option, he picked it up and walked with it. And guess what? It wasn't because of what Kendrick Perkins says. It wasn't because of what they heard on the thing. It probably was because he heard from his mom. Because his mother, his mom, I think he hears it all. He hears it all. I know he hears it, but I don't think he cares. I think I, like he I was right. He no, I, I don't. I don't think he does. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something about men. Oh Lord. So, so no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. As much as yeah. you think we can take constructive criticism, we can't. Yeah. Let me just keep it a buck with you. Oh my God! Stop it! You, I, look, I. Being a musician, and when when I get critiqued, I'll be like, okay, right? Yeah. Right? And then I got to go talk to somebody about it because I might not have liked what I heard. <laughs> so, I'm, you think it's a joke? Like, it's, Wait, we, are you so, serious? Yo, men, I, and I, I want one man to sit up here and tell me they know how to take constructive criticism well because they don't. They, if they do, they lying. All I'm right. saying, I think whatever was, was being said about him, he he took it in, but he went out and 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 sh- sure. this is my thing about Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is a leader by example. Jalen Brown is a vocal leader. He, he whatever he says happens. He has like that voice of God. Like people like just move when he talks. Yes. Jason goes out there and does it. So it's like you got the the guy that moves when they speak. You know, your daddy be like, boy, and you be like, I'm coming, right? Right. Yeah. You the one that just shows you how it's supposed to be done. How it's supposed to be done, and he's an excellent. For the young kids, again, we're talking about Nesmith and Langford and Pritchard being able to look at him saying, look what he did. He he got them excited about playing in their first postseason experience. That's a heavy load knowing that you're going to be, um, you know what, I can't. <laughs> you then knowing that you're going to be like these rookie players and now you're in a, in a postseason game with a juggernaut team and you have to be able to show up because there's nobody else. It's you. So being able to see JT do that, I think it was something like even when I went to the game on Sunday and just seeing their faces, it wasn't like they were in awe of Jason, but you could see like his him playing got them playing. And I think that's, again, something that's going to be important for us to carry over going into this new season, especially healthy. Because if we're getting a healthy 
Langford. If we're getting a good and productive and um, growing now Nesmith MPP, because now this will be the second year, if they've shown some a jump or some development with doing summer league and everything else, we're a good team. Like that's the thing. It's like we what we have is what we good. Uh, it's good. It's just that again, you just need those couple of things. Scandal TT is a beast. <laughs> Yo, he Scandal TT is a champion. He really is. <laughs> You gotta talk about it. <laughs> if it wasn't for COVID, it might have been some scandals. With, with right. hey, I'm all for it. We got one more year with him. Whatever he brings to this team, I'm with it. As long as I'm he's out there on the court producing, I'll yep. take whatever comes along with that baggage. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, he's gonna bring that grit. We haven't had a gritty player since Jay Crowder, and I think Tristan Thompson is bringing the grit to the team. And speaking yep. of team, it's about time. But before we get into that, because we got about 20 minutes left on this episode, here's our Sea Breeze star of the game, my hey, man. 17 points, two assists, one rebound, two steals, two blocks. The stuff he was doing on this court was immaculate. I said mm-hmm. to myself, he was able to get to the basket, right? Yep. He was able to defend all the positions on the court, including yes, Kevin Durant, forced yep. a bad shot on Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. Kevin Durant really takes bad shots. I've never seen this. He has to be the tallest 6'4 <laughs> I've ever seen. Marcus Smart is 6'4. Yep. He's but his wingspan, his, you see how long his hair? He's got really long arms. I just, he's got an amazing wingspan. Just wanted you to explain it because I was like, gosh, darn. Like, So here's the thing, man. Tristan Thompson and Brian. I know a lot of people don't like Brian Scalabrini. I love Brian Scalabrini. I don't know why people don't like him. I like this guy. It's a long story. I, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just like him because a lot of the stuff he says, it, it makes sense if, mm-hmm. if you believe it. But yep. if this kid gets into the gym, and just start shooting like corner threes, like yes, he will be. He's always open. They're yep. leaving him alone, and all he got to do is knock those down. And guess yep. what happens when he starts knocking them down? Exactly. Them. And what right. happens? That means somebody else is open. And so yes. now, boom, he he will be a part of the rebuild. I could probably I you def- I can gar- I can guarantee that. Like guarantee. when Scalabrini said that, I was like, normally I'm like Scal, but this time I was like Scal, you right on the money. Let him get in the gym. That should be his focus. He does good defense. So if he can begin be that three and D that we thought Shimmy was supposed to be, this is who Langford can be. Like, I don't get why people like giving up on this kid. Like literally again, he was not healthy for two years. Now it seems like he's healthy. He's got some post postseason experience because he got a little bit last year too, before he got hurt. So now he's got that under his belt. If they can, the new coach, whoever he is, can look at the film on him and catch where he's good at and have him work on that corner shooting and shooting like that, We that again, another good piece off the bench. And then it's less that you have to look for when you're trying to find those other pieces if you can hone in on that skill set. Love it. If you if you've been sleeping under a rock and you haven't been up, I mean, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm at work and I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I work? My students don't know what the heck I'm talking about because I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. And so Danny Ainge decides he's going to step down. We yeah. actually have a clip that we're going to play for you guys, so you guys can see and see the press conference, right? And as Danny Ainge is stepping down, this guy is being promoted, right? And so now Danny Ainge is saying, I'm going to give up the reins of the operations of basketball for the Boston Celtics and here's a guy that I think should take over for me and it's Brad Stevens what an endorsement right like like, can you imagine and so a lot of people were like dang Brad Stevens got extended he's gonna be the head coach for the Celtics for life Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh that's not what it was about and for a long time coming this is that change was gonna come uh just before we watch some of the pressers your thoughts I'm so excited. Like when I saw it, like I, I, of course, cause I love Danny, you know, and, you know, appreciate all he's done, but knowing that Brad was going to become the president of operations, that means choices, decisions that's made, Brad's making them. He's been the coach of this team. He knows what the team needs. So prior to him becoming who he is now in his new role, He just had to kind of accept, okay, Danny said, this is who's coming. This is who we're bringing. This is who we're trading for. And I'm sure he was in some of those war rooms, but now he's actually making these decisions knowing, especially this season, knowing what we need. 
So I'm looking forward to the changes that he's going to make. Because like I said, he was pretty straightforward. Um, yep. Um, he he should have. Right. Um, he was pretty straightforward about knowing that this team needs to improve. And I like that attitude stepping out the gate. You're not afraid. You know that changes need to come and you're willing to do that. Not to say Brad, I mean, um, Danny was all, I wasn't always willing to do that, but I think some of the trades Danny didn't get, um, did the trades Danny didn't get to go through. I think Brad would be more willing to do that. And you'll have a better chance of us being able to get maybe not a superstar or a high paid player, but decent pieces to be able to fill out what we need. And I think Brad will do that and do it smartly. And other GMs will be willing to trade with him now, because remember, people don't want to test Danny after the Nets. Still, you know, he got away with the Nets stuff. People aren't going to be willing to trade. But now yeah. with Brad, and, people might be more willing to do that. And expect the Celtics to get more foul calls now. I, I really yeah. think the old Celtic way is moving out, and I think that the the owners, Danny. And 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 allowing uh, Brad to, to move on up, like the Jeffersons, they're going to. It's going to be a new Celtic way. It's going to be a new way of doing things. A new way. It's a. It's the future. It's just like saying we got to progress, right? No one's still right. really walking around with a flip phone, right? Everybody has a right. smartphone now, right? Right. Some people have flip phones, and I understand My why. My dad has one. <laughs> so either you're old or you're doing something you should be doing, right? Right. <laughs> flip phones. But my point is, like, you have to be willing to progress because the times are changing. You're watching right. all these teams stack players, get better. Like, and it's so it's like every time the Celtics get in a situation that they thought that they can overcome, well, the other teams then improved as well. So you might have beat them last year with this t- particular team, but not this year with this particular team. And I love it. Brad Steve is going to be making decisions. He's going to go out there and get players that he feels is going to fit. Not only that, I think he will take insight from his head coach. I think his head coach would be like, yo, if you give me this guy, you give me that guy. Yo, yeah, it's, it's we'll, a wrap. We'll, we'll be able to rock it, right? So yeah. I think that's why I'm like, he's young. If he brings in the right coach. Now, this is the question, though, like, bringing in the right coach is going to be the key because you can't just bring in anybody. And we got to look at that because there's a lot of names flying by, but you want the right person that's going to be able to reach the players. Also understand how to be able to be an NBA coach and be able to handle in-game situations and all the other good stuff into flip phones. Exactly. Right, Crystal? <laughs> right, but he's still smart, though. So, right. so the difference between a flip phone and a smartphone is a flip phone wasn't smart. You opened it up. you It was analog. You pushed the numbers. Smartphones, man, the moment you open it up, it knows your name, your birth date, your address, when you're going to die. It, knows, it just knows <laughs> way too much about you, right? What you about to buy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that, that's the difference. But so we're going to end on the head coaches. I promise we're going to end on that segment. Yeah. But let's go ahead and uh, listen to uh, uh, the Danny Ainge retirement. Sort of, kind of. Is he retiring? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't understand it. He's stepping down. That's yeah, that, that's we can go with that. Stepping down. Right. We'll go with that. I love it. I love it. It's a sad day for Boston fans um, that have been rocking with Danny Ainge. Who brought us the championship in 2008? You know, and and I will, I think I texted you this earlier, man. Mm -hmm. Like one in 2009, but Kevin Garnett got hurt in that Utah Jazz game. Yes. 2010, we couldn't beat the Lakers. You know, we were here. We were up. We were up. Uh, That was the time that we were up like 4 2. Hey, Peachy, weren't we up 4-2? We just needed one more win. You had, you, yeah, you had two Kobe Bryant games and then that Ron Artest game, and they win the series. Yeah, yeah. I believe that's how it went, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm sure she know. 
But uh, she's a Laker fan too, by the way. Just in case you yep. didn't know. Uh, so yeah, man, bittersweet moment. But I'm smiling right. because a the Celtics don't have a lot of time to do a lot of this stuff because the draft is in less than a month. Right. B they're gonna need a head coach before the draft. And yes. C like it's it's things are about to pop off. I don't know. We're going to actually have an exciting offseason. Like, not a depressing one, not a concerned one, not if this person's staying or this person's going. This is exciting because we get to see change. Like, we actually might be a part of trade talks. We actually might try to move up and down during the draft this year. We might actually be something. Like, it, it's it's so exciting as a Celtics fan. Like I said, everybody loves Danny. Danny... You know, thank you for the championship. Thank you for all the years. But sometimes when you get something fresh, something new, especially with the way the young players are and stuff, and you have a younger um, president and Brad, it it brings a new environment, a new atmosphere, maybe like a little bit of fresh breath of fresh air kind of thing. And it actually gets the fans excited about, okay, now we have somebody who understands this team. What is he going to bring to the table? So I think it's going to be an exciting offseason for us. When I was actually going to be kind of sad now, because it's like we didn't know what was going to happen. Now all we can talk about is who's going to be our new coach. And I guarantee that just like we didn't get leaked that this was happening, they already have and know who they're probably planning on bringing on. All these names are flying around. Bet money, they already know who they're picking. It's just about when they announce it. Here's some of the names right here. You got Lloyd mm-hmm. Lloyd Pierce, Jason Kidd, Chauncey Billups, Jay uh, Larang, Larang, Laranaga, whatever, yep. Sam Cassell, and Kara Lawson, mm. who is probably my in my top three. So, I wish we could put Juwan Howard on here. <laughs> Juwan Howard will not leave Michigan. I won't let Juwan Howard leave Michigan. You won't let him leave I'm a Michigan fan, so he needs to stay Wait, here. Stop. Full swaz. You're a Wolverines fan? Oh, girl. Look. Come on. Not another one. Get uh, out. Football Maze and, and blue. Football yeah, yes. and basketball. Maze and blue. <laughs> Maze and blue. This is crazy. This is crazy. Here I, we I, go I, again. I you every day. Like that's every day. Crazy. We learn yeah. something new. But I, I love what he did in Michigan. I wish we could get him. Yeah, um yeah. They should still offer something. I love him, but I think should still offer. Only one or two. I want him to make Michigan great again. That's, that's what I'm, I'm I hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the names that I like on the list, I, I do want to cross two names off this list. Jason Kidd can go. Yep. White beater. Um, Chauncey Billups. I just found some type of report. Did uh, you see that? Rape charge. He can go. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So Sam Cassell should be number one. Okay. Let's just keep it up. I think Sam Cassell should be number one. <sighs> you choosing him over Jay Laren? Because Jay's been Absolutely. with the team. He's the Absolutely. assistant. I'm choosing Sam Cassell just for simple fact that uh, Kendrick Perkins said it best. He's a champion. Not only yeah. is he a champion, he's a champion in Boston. Mm. Let's keep it a buck. 2008, he was on that team. Yep. I want you to remember that. I, yep. I like Sam Cassell. The reason why I wanted Chauncey Billups was because a I just I just liked the kid. He was yep. drafted by Boston, got traded, whatever. And be um, able to come back and show. Be able to come back. And then his ties with Kevin Garnett. And if you know how much I love Kevin Garnett, oh my god, you know, he was the one that convinced Kevin Garnett to even sign with Boston, like trade hmm. to Boston, right? And so yep. that's why I like the Chauncey Billups. But he he's on their name. Obviously, they have way more like reporters out there to to figure out things. I just know what I read and so I would kind of stay away from Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billups. Why why do you like my man Jay? Why why, why do you like Jay? I think it's again, it's that whole he's been the assistant coach. I think I've um, the couple of interviews I saw I think he has a pulse um, a finger on the pulse of the team but having a Kara Lawson, that would be (laughs) we were Bessie so you just said that. (laughs) So you're you're a Michigan fan, right? Oh, so she's an yeah. Ohio State fan. 
Oh. I don't know why she she mad because it ain't like we could. Be, we, we haven't been in Ohio State in like thirteen years. I didn't want to talk about Jim Harbaugh right now because I'll get so mad in his horrible decisions. When it's not him, it I, is him. It's not. It's not. We'll have. That's another conversation. It's oh, not him. See, now we're gonna have to make a Michigan Wolverine podcast. <laughs> we can make Amazing Blue. We'll call. We'll call it Amazing Blue. Boom. Mm. <laughs> Mm, don't nobody take that or you're going to get shot. Now, listen, it's not him. Right. He just can't get the recruits because right. everybody want to go to the Ohio State. Right. And so I felt like if Jim could just find a quarterback that he can. He had a, oh, my God. Nah, he has never he had, had, he had a good quarterback. Never, okay, we're not going to have this conversation. We got Jim, <laughs> he has not ever had a quarterback. Never. Not oh, sure. my goodness. Name you one had- Okay. Uh, Another conversation. Another conversation. Coaching candidates. Coaching candidates. I, Kara Lawson would be my favorite, but I think Cassell would be the one that gets the job. Why do I like Kara Lawson? Because she's a, because she's a beast. Yep. Now, I did not put Becky Hammond up here, who I have over Kara Lawson. Okay. I I Becky Hammond, because I don't know if the Celtics are interested. These are the players that the Celtics, Celtics, not Celtics, the Celtics are interested in. These are the coaches that the Celtics are interested in. So I don't have Becky Hammond, but Becky Hammond. She would also be a great choice as well. She's a pop disciple, man. You bring that woman here. But I like Carol Lawson because of the way she connects to the players. And she knows knows the majority of the players here because she used to Right. She was coach. She did. She also coached here for a little while. And I think Mm -hmm. if you're going to go with that, right, and you're looking for a woman, I think she would be a good person to bring. So I would take Kara as well. It's so, not even looking for a woman. It's just, I I think- You want that, a good coach. Yeah, yeah. And I think, look, here's my analogy. A, men, women, like young men, it, it's hard for them to take direction from, from men. Right. Right? right. Like they just, it's just some type of complex. Right. But when it's a woman, it's more like, Nurturing. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Right. Right. Nurturing. But even if it's yelling, yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, right. Ma'am. Right. Like, like it's just something. And so I don't know. Maybe they were bickering with Brad, and Brad just was like, you know, I can't argue with these guys. I love these guys. Like, I go keep, let me let me move up and get somebody else to coach. So that way yeah. it won't be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like Carol Lawson or Becky Hammond just because I think they would be great coaches and they yeah. have they would have good connections she to these because I think Kara, even for her short stint in Boston, I feel like she made that little bit of difference that we needed after that struggle that we had 2018, 2019. And the, I'm sorry, 2019, 2020. And then going into, you know, the new season, I feel like they needed that presence. And that was the reason why we did so well when we made that that run when we were playing last season. Um, and also because we also didn't have health issues. But I feel like her presence was a good presence. So... I would definitely, I would put her number one, Sam Kessel number two, and then Jerry, Jay, Jay LaRange. I would put him number three. Just because he's he's here and he knows, again, he knows the players. I don't know his relationship with the players, but. See, I'm ready to move. I, like, as much as I you like him. You all new fresh. You trying to I go just, all fresh. I just feel like you should just go fresh. Not, not necessarily with the players, but just bring in a head coach. That's gonna have a, a maybe a different mindset, a different philosophy, something different, something we haven't right. seen. If we're gonna go offense, look at Dan and Tony. Shoot, bump it. At least we know we're gonna score 180 points a game. We right. might not play defense, but there's no way you're gonna say that a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown is not gonna play defense because that's what they do. That's so imagine do. him coaching this team. Right. His offensive mind. He look. You want to know why Brooklyn is doing what they're doing? Mm-hmm. It ain't Steve Nash. I take that right. No, <laughs> we know. <laughs> Queen, it's been real. Give me your final thoughts on tonight, man, and then we'll go in and get up out of here. Final thoughts is I'm super excited about this offseason, like you already know. Um, I'm looking forward to Brad constructing a team that will make some noise next season. I don't think, I think this will be the first time we won't hear people saying everybody else is getting better except the Celtics. I think. We're also going to make sure we improve. Um, and I just want us to be able 
to be who we were. This was a down season, but even with that, we had some great highlights. We had some great development from players. We had a chance to be able to see some good flashes. So what we have and what we're working with, I think will be excellent to be able to kind of build around Jason and Jalen. Those are our two focal points. Whatever happens after that is going to be what it's going to be. I'm going to be happy because I bleed green regardless. So it doesn't matter. It's just making sure that Brad, knowing who Brad is, he may not be great about doing some rotations, but <laughs> he knows what this team needs. So I'm looking forward to what he's going to do. Great point. Great point. And listen, like she said, we bleed green no matter what. So we rock with it. We rock and roll with whatever the punches, whatever the situations is. We rock with it. We're not we're no longer in the playoffs. We're cool with that. We're already into the offseason. I think we got a head start on our offseason because we're trying to get our coach. And that means the draft is going to be banging. We do have the 16th pick in the draft. And there's players. We'll do a show. There's some players come around draft time that are that went 16 and they look pretty damn good in the NBA. So we'll have that show. Yeah. Uh, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the CB Podcast. We truly appreciate you. Make sure you're following us. We don't have a set date when we're going to go live going forth in the off season, but we will look to be giving you a set date. It's probably going to be on a Wednesday or whatnot. So make sure you stay tuned in. I'll try to have that schedule up and ready for you guys on Twitch. Thank you so much. Make sure you tell somebody else to follow us on Twitch. If you don't know the stream, I will post it right here in the site. Matter of fact, in the chat, all the socials are right there in the chat. So make sure go to all of those links and you do what you got to do. Go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, do all those cool things. Whatever. All of it. All of it. Keisha's been real. Uh, another great episode. I'm definitely looking forward to the future. I think it's going to be brighter. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, you said it. They are the pillars. We yeah. are the Seabreeze Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. We out. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.